Hi, I'm Amy Lester, and you're listening to the Rochester Post podcast with Matt Wyatt. Hi, Amy. How are you doing today? Fabulous. Fabulous. Thank you. Yeah, I know you're very busy, so I appreciate your time and coming on to the show to talk about what you're working on. And um, of course. tell me, tell us more about your role at Frisbee Memorial Hospital. Well, I work for HCA and I'm the New Hampshire Market Director for Volunteer Services. And that's, that's my role for all of the hospitals for HCA at New Hampshire, but specifically for Frisbee. Okay, so tell us a little bit about what that is or what's a day-to-day for you. Such a great job. Such a great job. So my role really is manyfold. Um, the end goal really is to build relationships within the community through our community members. So I spend a lot of time going to places like the senior centers or schools, um, all sorts of out. I've been to the supermarkets. I've just been everywhere um, with the goal really of letting folks in to know just how great Frisbee is. And Mm. we have learned that the more people get in, they tell their families, they tell two friends, and the word gets out that way. So um, while my goal is not specifically public relations and community relations, my goal is to bring people into Frisbee, enjoy themselves, help us out, a little hand, we need the help, obviously. Um, And so that's what I've come in to do. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. What, one thing that I was talking about with Tim Jones, your CEO, mm-hmm. was um, how he is sending his leadership team out into the community for a certain number of hours per per month. I can't remember how it's structured exactly. You, I'm sure you know better than I do. But um, one of the biggest reasons for that was to become sort of an ambassador and to and to be able to spread the word about all the good things that Frisbee's doing. So I thought that was a really cool initiative. Yeah. And a byproduct of that is people want to volunteer at the hospital. So yeah. as the administration team is going out to all these places and speaking wonderfully about Frisbee, people are calling me and saying, hey, what can I do to help the cause? Do you think that it's helping to dispel some of the rumors or misconceptions that surround Frisbee in the last couple of years? I, I feel like I see a difference from this. A- absolutely. Absolutely. Again, when people come in and they see it for themselves, they see the passion of the healthcare workers. They see that there's a mission here to serve our community. And so the more we can get people in to see that, the more people will see the reality of the situation. And to just understand the scope of the wide breadth of services that are available that people may not be aware of. I think having that sort of ambassador program and being able to talk about people and bring them in to Frisbee is is actually a great opportunity for residents around Rochester. Yeah. Um, so what are some of the new things that you're bringing to Frisbee that, that benefit the community? So I started this role running volunteer services. So bringing in volunteers of all ages, students all the way up to 100. We have a volunteer that's 100 years old. Really? And they're, yep. And they're doing things like we ought to have them on the podcast sometime. I know. Yeah, that I'll would be, be a lot of fun, actually. It. Yes, I, let's yeah, do that. I, I, I want to be there for that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Um, so those folks do anything from deliver mail to help us do paperwork to if they have a skill. We have people coming in with their musical talent, with their art talent, with Reiki providers. Um, any skill that they have, we have people that just come and visit patients. Um, it, it's just amazing the breadth of volunteers that we have. Um, As I was doing that and visiting the schools, specifically high schools and colleges, Mm -hmm. I found this unbelievable byproduct of bringing in the youth. 
Um, besides getting, of course, extra helping hands, the staff always can use extra helping hands, especially through COVID and all of that. Um, there is something special about having the youth in our building. It's invigorating, it's energizing. Um, you know, they're curious, they give people validation for their own careers when they're asking all these exciting questions. Uh. And so I saw that, and leadership was all over supporting it. How can we get them in? What kind of programs can we build to get these students in? So we have numerous programs now um, in the last year or two that have been coming in that support some paid, some unpaid, um, all about selfishly bringing the youth in, but also more importantly, I think, is that there's a miss in the community about the healthcare career um, opportunities. People think nurse, surgeon, right? That's what people think about in healthcare, but there's probably 50 other things that we have to do. I could list them all day oh, long. Sure. Yeah. Um, and we learned from bringing in these students that they don't know that. They know I need to say I'm a nurse or I need to say I'm going to med school, right? And at $80,000 a year for school, that doesn't work for everybody. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. So our, our mission, my mission here has been to create opportunities to get them in and let them see what the other opportunities are so that maybe they can realize they can go to certificate programs, they can join directly, and we pay for a huge portion, if not all, of their schooling. Um, they can go to school. I don't want to squash that idea. Sure. Yeah, um, but course. even when they go to school, we help them evolve it. Now, when you go to college, you already need to know right away what you want, right? Yeah. Your parents are paying or you're paying that kind of money only you till know. 2041 yeah. and then yes. I'll be done yes exactly <laughs> I'm in the same boat as you I understand <laughs> you know so you know fr from day one you know liberal arts is is going away and people need whatever whether it's a trade or and so our mission is really to let people know the beauty of the opportunities of the careers at Frisbee Hospital well and that there's living wage it's in some of these opportunities that they can get in right after high school and get that kind of trading or certificate that they need in order to have a career earlier without all the debt. Um, we're seeing that in some of our manufacturing facilities across the city and some of the opportunities and training programs that they're offering that um, they're certainly not discouraging a college education, but they're, they're certainly advocating for another path, an alternative, if you will, to, to doing it that traditional way and ending up with a lot of the debt and then sometimes not being able to get a job in that field or getting a job in that field that doesn't exactly pay you enough to pay back that education and have a living wage so i think it's more important than ever to get kids excited and involved in the trades early on before they graduate and and make a huge decision like that at 17 18 years old yeah it's just my personal opinion no so. you're, you're spot on and you bring up a good point because it really is twofold right you can easily come from high school and start in one place and work your way elsewhere or you can start in one place and then decide what you want and then go to school for it there's so many yeah. options and I just don't think that I know for a fact from working with youth in the hospital for quite some time now they don't understand that yeah yeah and all the opportunities that are available to them in that field well my daughter's going to be 13 soon so just let me know when that age is and 14. I'll start dropping her off. 14 we 14 get I'll her see you at this time next year I'll be dropping her off in the morning I'll come pick her up around dark <laughs> Um, <laughs> She's welcome. <laughs> okay, uh, we're in. Um, have you rolled out with any programs like this elsewhere? And what has been the benefit to the hospital as well as, well as the community? 
Yeah. So I have. Um, simultaneously, I've been rolling out many of these programs in Portsmouth Hospital as well as Parkland Hospital in Derry. Um, so different ones are in different hospitals depending on what the you know demographic needs. Um, but I will tell you, Portsmouth is where I started most of them and huge, huge success. We've had summer paid internships where the students left and they have just such clarity. Um, it isn't just internships where they kind of flit around the hospital, but it's programmatic seven weeks um, of shadowing, of learning, of speakers coming in and explaining what they do. Um, very programmatic and it's very heavy on us in terms of the administration, but so beautiful and so worth it and supported by everybody in the hospital. Um, when these students leave, everybody in the hospital is talking about it. They're part of our team. And as a result, several of them have decided to be employed part-time while they're finishing up their schooling, both high school and college, which is a byproduct, right? Mm. In the case of these programs, we're really just trying to educate. But the byproduct is we probably do along the way get people staying with us and falling in love with our community and our, and our and, and the hospital and all our offerings. It's a great feeder program, yeah. essentially. Yeah. yeah. Tell me about Frisbee Fridays, which sounds kind of fun. And I'm assuming it's not Frisbee 500 on the front lawn. <laughs> no, but you're welcome to come check out our version of that. I went to art school, so that was the only varsity team I ever made was uh, Frisbee. So. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Frisbee Fridays, fabulous, exciting. We have one coming up in two weeks. Um, we're doing it with Spalding. And in the winter, we're going to expand it to other like local high schools. This is a very high school specific. Some of our programs are college specific. This mm. is high school specific. 30-ish um, students will come from Spalding. It's every other week, so we'll have one in September, two in October, and we'll just keep going that way. They get bussed over, um, and we have speakers come. They bring their wares. You know, They bring all their different toys from their department so they don't just stand there and talk. Um, but they show what goes on in their department. They show the passion. They share what career paths are possible in their areas. Mm. We show them around the hospital. It's, it's very much an introduction to the basics of career areas. And honestly, with the thought, we tell them about our other programs. We have a, a program with many of the high schools now where students can come to us for a semester and get credit. Um, this semester in New Hampshire, we have about 70 students, which is wow. you know just beautiful. Um, at Frisbee alone, we have 12 of them, so uh, maybe 11. Um, but, you know, the students are spending the semester with us part-time. They're mm -hmm. getting credit in their schools for it, and we are sharing with them healthcare opportunities. Wow, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's just great to know that these things exist for these young, young folks because our tech center over at the high school was recently refreshed, and they – they have a nursing program there and all these different pro and you know they're really trying hard to get the kids into the trades and anything that they don't offer they offer this extended learning opportunity the ELO program where they mm -hmm. can actually go out into the community and get some of that experience for maybe some of the trades that they don't necessarily have in-house which is kind of fun so yeah and when when I started this up a year or so ago I was so surprised when I spoke to the high schools about how little health care mm -hmm. chances they had they were talking about automotive 
intensive and HVAC and, yeah. you know, how people were opening up their doors. And, you know, perhaps it's a byproduct of COVID, but it's been many years since they've had their doors open. And I was fortunate enough to have an administration that absolutely understands the value, absolutely supports it. And so they immediately said yes and opened up their doors. And so, you know, it's just, it's, it's a different world having these students with Spalding us. High School. Yeah. Way to go. <laughs> uh, most of these programs we've talked about are for high school students or college kids. Uh, what about the adults that want to volunteer? You mentioned somebody that was 100 years old. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I'm interested in hearing what, what opportunities are available for them. Yeah, well, it depends on what they want to do. You don't have to have a skill. We have plenty of volunteers that come and they visit patients. So all you have to have is a desire to chat with people. We have volunteers who come to me and say, I don't ever want to see a patient. I don't want to see a sick person. And they help out in the offices. Mm-hmm. They help out at registration. They help maybe bring somebody to the area, right? I mean, patients come to us. They're lost. They're stressed out. It's hard to navigate the hospital, any hospital. Uh, So we have volunteers helping with that. We have people with certified dogs. That's a a hugely successful program. They bring their certified dogs around. Um, staff very very often do not let them get to the patients because yeah. they're all they're, they stop what they're doing it's just it's beautiful yeah um, so we have a multitude of opportunities for volunteers in our community across all of the ages that's great to hear um, you mentioned an event coming up in October for or maybe we were talking about this before the show but you mentioned an event coming up in October for high school students and can you tell me more about that so people mm-hmm. can hear more it's our very first, hopefully, inaugural um, expo. It's going to be held at Portsmouth, and we have invited many, many, many high schools throughout New Hampshire, um, and many of the Frisbee local ones are coming to us. Um, students are being bused. We expect 200-plus students coming. Wow. Yep. Um, it's just the morning. It's sort of like picture a science fair kind of big room yeah. um, where all of our units are coming, and they're going to bring their wares, and we have speakers all sorts of speakers of all levels, interesting speakers. We have giveaways, we've made a t-shirt, we have a logo. We're really trying to energize students that day to really you know, explore and be interested. We have like baseball playing cards that we're gonna be handing out about careers so that they can take them home and think about what they learned and heard. Yeah. Um, we're really expecting this to be, I mean, a couple hundred people is just, it's just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, you know, I think Spalding alone is sending like 40 or something like that, which is just... As they you know, should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dover, uh, Farmington is working on it, you know, many of the schools. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good you hear about these things and, or, or people don't know that how much work goes into putting on an event like that and, and, and attracting as many people as it is. So it's, it's great that Frisbee's taking up that initiative and making sure that those things are available to these young people. And, and not just, not for nothing, but hopefully some of these end up working there. So yeah, it could work out well. Yeah. On the college side as well, you know, there's several colleges in the area, right, from the community colleges yeah. to UNH. Um, even in Maine, there's some colleges that are feeders into Frisbee Hospital for, for programs, and it's been wildly successful over the last year or two in terms of the students honestly banging on the door and saying, I'd love to get some, you know, some of them need hours for their programs, mm-hmm. and they're required, but many of them, it's about the exploration piece. Yeah, they want to work. Yeah. What are, what are some of the other things, or what other things do you think our community should know about Frisbee and the programs that you're managing there? I mean, I think the important thing is that we're growing, that we're welcoming. Uh, you know, I am just so excited about how welcoming we are to the students. I went to our staffing huddle this morning before I came here to talk about a new group of students that are coming. 
a little bit of college, a little bit of high school, and I can't explain to you how many questions I got and how many people were so interested and are they coming to my area? You know, when are they coming to this? What are they? How about they do that? I want to come speak to them. I think it fills a lot of people's cups to be able to teach the youth and help groom them as mm -hmm. well. They're proud of what they did. They're proud of how they got there. Um, and I think people need to know that, you know, yeah. not just about the youth, but even just about the community members and how important it is to be able to give back in the hospital is like an amazing place to do so. Yeah. So how did you get personally get involved in all this? What, what was your career path like? So this is my second career. It's my fun career. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to hear about the bad one now. Uh, yes, it was. I was in software for 20 oh, years. Okay. Yeah. So I was an executive running one of their businesses. And yeah. so very much on the business profit kind of side of things. Um, and so I stopped doing that. I decided to spend some time, a few years with my kids. I was pulling my hair out. I decided to do something totally different and volunteer. So I volunteered everywhere I could think of, moved to New Hampshire, um, and I fell in love with the hospital environment. I knew nothing about medicine, knew nothing clinical. Really? And I just, I was a volunteer and I just loved it. I just felt it was a place for me to learn and I thought I could add a value. Um, so the person that was doing the job just happened to be leaving and said, you know, why don't you apply? And I said, I'm never going to be on someone's payroll again. <laughs> and I just thought about it and I said, you know what, I really, I, why not? And so I've been here six years now. Really? Good yeah. For you. And I just, every day it's just fun and interesting. And leadership is so supportive of innovation and, and creativity. And, you know, they're, they're open. They have a door open. You know, Tim's been just amazing. You know, when I go to Tim for anything, he's just like, tell me about it. How are we going to do it? How are we can, I mean, of course, you know, the work is guess where. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But, but it's just amazing. I just love laying in bed and thinking about what we're going to do tomorrow and who I'm going to get to meet and, what's gonna happen next that's what I kind of like about Tim too is he has a very common sense approach to different matters and uh, you know if it's a good idea and it seems like it's going to work it's like let's try it if it doesn't work we'll try something else and yep. it's like there's always this willingness to adapt and evolve uh, if it's a good idea why not try it yeah so. and he's hands-on so yeah. oh know, yeah he knows all of our volunteers he knows all of our students he's out there and you know that's a big part of the battle right as you're trying to sell something he understands it yeah you better walk the walk yeah oh yeah, yeah. Oh absolutely yeah. seems absolutely. like he does i just saw him drive by in the ambulance so i think he's <laughs> a little too hands-on maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> with a surgery coming up i really would like to not see him that day um, <laughs> what else what else should we know about uh you know say somebody wants to get involved but is maybe a little afraid or maybe feels a little intimidated uh what would you say to that person to make them feel more comfortable and excited about what you can offer so whenever anyone reaches out to me, I say, just come in. Let's just talk about it. Let me show you around. Um, so many people come in and they say, senior citizens all the time, they say, I'm climbing the walls. I just, I don't know what to do with my time. It's not always somebody purely looking to give back to their community, right? There is, there is a need on the part of many, many people, right? They're bored. They have, winter, winter is coming. That's sure. when my phone will be ringing off the hook yeah. with senior citizens who do not have enough to fill their day. And so they call me very, very sheepish. 
and I say, just come in and let's just talk about it. You know, I don't get paid by how many volunteers I have. Right. So I don't, I don't need to force anybody into anything. Um, the way I handle it is I say, look, come and shadow three volunteers in three different areas. All I want you to do is come in for an hour, watch what they do in the emergency department, in back office, wherever it is that you think you might fit. And then tell me, can you see yourself doing this? So it's, it's a very safe way. You know, I don't, you don't want to do it, then say, no, thank you. Um, but I feel like if I connect them to their peers, it, it opens up their eyes to that they can do it as well. Yeah. Uh, some people need one day of training. Some people need 20 days of yeah, training in right. order to get comfortable. It doesn't cost me any more money for them to be shadowing 20 times until they're comfortable. Right. Yeah. Why not? So I want to kind of end the show with an opportunity for you to, um, you know, without using names or anything like that, just describe uh, maybe a volunteer that you had started with maybe at a younger age, one of the high school or college students that is now employed and in their success track. I'm just curious to hear of a success story. Oh my goodness, I love that question. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you for that. Yeah, so we have this summer internship program, which I think I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. And the very first one that we did was last summer. And it's paid internship, as I mentioned, very structured, very detailed, intended to really pay attention to the needs of a student exploring. Half college, half high school. It's a fabulous opportunity for high school students to be mentored by college and, quite frankly, vice versa. Yeah. So we have several, but one student in particular who came through the program was very quiet and shy, said she wanted to be a nurse because that's what her mom, the nurse, told her she wanted to right. be. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know those, you know <laughs> yep. those moms, right? Yep, absolutely. Um, and she explored, and I watched every day when there was a speaker, when she had a rotation, I watched her evolve that into so, something completely different. Mm -hmm. um, she is now applying to occupational therapy schools, which is... Yeah, it's in healthcare, but it's completely different than, than what she was absolutely adamant. She's working up on one of our units part-time while she's finishing up her schooling at UNH. Um, and, and she is now sort of moving over to the therapies area to make sure that she gets that on her resume. But this is a person who has had an unbelievable experience, has told her friends, they're already banging down my door for next summer. You see how that goes. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, I'm just so happy that she has peace of mind in terms of her choice because OT school is expensive and yeah. it's many years of schooling. Yeah. Um, and it would be such a shame for her to take that path. But what a great opportunity for her to come in with this idea that she's going to be a nurse like her mom, you know, and then to see all of these other opportunities that exist. This, like we said before, this wide breadth of avenues that you can take in, in this field and to discover something that works better for her that she can feel passionate about and proud. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Excellent. Excellent. She's amazing. They're, they're all amazing. And it's been just a wonderful experience helping groom them to, yeah. you know, be what they want to be. Yeah. That's all. That's all we can say about that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Amy, thanks so much for being on the show. I know how busy you are. So thank you for taking the time to come in and, and talk to us about this. You're very welcome. Yeah. Very fun. Thank you. Come back anytime. Okay. Yeah, take all care. Right. Thanks for listening. Thanks.